0: Welcome to what shall we say to these things. I'm
1: TJ. And I'm MJ. And this is your low key
0: Ghetto Bible study. I laugh every time <laughs> <laughs> every time. Um, okay. So this week we're looking at Ruth chapter three. Yep. We three quarters through the book. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah,
1: four <laughs> chapters, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um this is the point where we ask you to pause mm. to pray and then we'll get into it. Okay, so as usual, we're going to be
1: looking at the chapter in portions. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot to write down
0: <laughs> how Where I split it. From? Okay.
1: But I think I think the first um, portion is like this is 1 to about 9. Okay. That's what I think it is. All right, So we have no context of how far after chapter 2. Chapter 3 takes place. Mm. It just starts by telling us that one day Naomi is having a conversation with Ruth and she tells her that she Naomi needs to find Ruth a home where she'll be provided for. And then she proceeds to say that Boaz, whose fields and whose women Ruth has been working with, is a relative. And then she tells um Ruth that on that night, the night the day the night of the day they're having this conversation. He's going to be at the threshing floor, um, winnowing the barley. And I had to go and Google what that was. And basically, that's a, it's a process of getting the grains off the shaft. Yeah. So that's what, that's what it was. And so she tells Ruth that she needs to go wash herself, mm-hmm. put on perfume, put on her best outfit. And then she's going to go down to the threshing floor. But it's important that she doesn't let anyone see her. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, don't let Don't let bars know you're there. He's going to eat. He's going to drink, and then he's going to sleep. And Ruth needs to watch where he goes to lie down. Point mark that that spot in her head. And then when he's asleep, she's supposed to go and cover his feet and lie down at his feet. And Ruth's response was, "Whatever you say, that's what I'm going to do." Uh, and that's what exactly what happened. She did what um, Naomi said. And then we have a scene shift. So we fast forward to Boaz at the threshing floor. And he's eating and he's drinking and he's in a good mood. I guess it's the the end of the harvest. There's a lot of celebration going on. And then he goes to sleep. And they they said he was in a good mood when he goes to sleep. So he goes, he lies down. And Ruth looks at the spot, remembers it. And when she's sure he's asleep, she goes very quietly um, and covers his feet, and lies down. And then, in the middle of the night, something wakes Boaz up.
0: One of the versions I read says his feet touch her. her. Yeah.
1: All yeah. right, but like I d- I looked at the King James and the NIV and I read nothing says they don't say mm. specifically. They just say something startled him, something woke mm. him up, and he rolls over and he finds a woman lying at his feet. <laughs> yeah, and that's the end of that section. Mm. Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so so what were the things that stood out to you this 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 chapter was what i was talking really talking about last week about um this blind trust mm. that ruth has for naomi this whole um tradition culture thing was very sus to me <laughs> <laughs> i i i like i i would not be comfortable doing that but um ruth is like okay um naomi asking me to do it i trust naomi mm-hmm. um I don't see her wanting to do anything, asking me to do anything that will harm me or mm-hmm. my reputation. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I will do what um, Naomi says. Yeah, and that trust. I know that it didn't happen overnight.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. um, it, it's been what we're talking about—the relationship aspect. Right. Yeah. Yes,
0: and I, it's, it's just, it's just one of those amazing, um, like, you really see that kind of relationship, especially. Uh, between two people who are not blood related. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but like in in,
0: t- just
1: piggybacking off of your um that point in particular, I also think there's an essence of bravery there as well, hmm. because um yes she's trusting Naomi, you know, trusting her advice, trusting her guidance, but like to actually carry it out, there's a level of bravery there as well. That's so I think, true. And I think it's
0: the middle of the night. She's a young woman on her own mm-hmm. in the middle of the night and she's literally going to a place with a, a l- bunch a, of dudes. Lot of men, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah. true
1: and I, I think we that is like an element of who is it's because i think even like back to chapter 1 where she leaves mm. her family that, that that was brave you yeah, know that, that that requires a lot of bravery but my my first point had to do with the very beginning of the chapter which i think i thought was like was it last chapter yeah last chapter i made reference to like give me, give me hallmark movie vibes and i think that came back around in this chapter because naomi says i need to find you a home and then she proceeds to list a sp- like a specific <laughs> map right so it went from i think i think you should um get you should get remarried. this is the guy I want <laughs> like serious matchmaker vibes yeah so that was that was one of the things that i found was very interesting and then I think she was also very specific about how Ruth should prepare. She tells you wash, then you put on your perfume, then you put on your best outfit. I thought that was very interesting that there were such clear distinctions to not just what she should do when she gets there, mm-hmm. but how she should prepare. Perfect. And so I'm, I, I was wondering, like, is this a custom? Is I this part know. of the culture? And, like... I
0: oh, think Naomi
1: uh, just know Boaz very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's one of the points I have at the end, right? Okay. But I think um my one of the questions I was asking is that like if like w- w- Naomi was very particular about not wanting Boaz to know who was there at the beginning. So mm. I'm like, so why she had a doll up? If yeah! you don't want to just like to see her or know she's there. Like what is the what is the specifics of that? But I thought that was a very um that was a very interesting thing. And I... Like my... my another point I have... It ties into the thing that... It was like a level of... Obedience and... Respect... Um, she showed towards Naomi... In res- in her response to what Naomi was asking her to do. And I, I guess... Like, like exactly as you were saying... It was a result of relationship. Mm. Um, and, thing. and I'm curious as to if she understood the implications of what Naomi was asking her to do.
0: Like... There's a version I read that Naomi tells her that Boaz is eligible to redeem her widowhood. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think she must have known going into it that okay, like that the possible outcome mm-hmm. like l- down the line, but not necessarily that night. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You have anything? But else? then, but then there's trust. As as usual, my notes are a mess. Yeah, um, I thought you were going to make that point. Um, I don't know if it's maybe in your later ones, but you, we were had a com- we had had a conversation, um, and you were saying that Naomi. Um, Naomi. Is, being provided for by,
1: Good.
0: by Ruth, mm. um, but she's like, let us, have a switch in the, in the sense, um, let me do this thing for you so that you, you can be, be provided for, for. Yeah. and um. Um, you shouldn't have to be the provider anymore. Let me put you in a position where somebody can provide for you. And I
1: think I think that, like I remember having that conversation. I didn't remember it when I was making <laughs> my notes. Um, and I think that had a lot to do with her choice of of husband ah. because, like, based on how he's been treating Ruth, based on how he's been looking out for them, there's every indicator that he will be a good provider, not like just for Ruth. But for Naomi, Naomi as
0: well, because he's already been doing the yeah. job essentially. Yeah. <laughs> essentially. Let's just give him the job
1: title. <laughs> yes, yes, yes,
0: yes yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, my my final point had to do with like where our section end, and I was like, I cannot imagine, right? Boaz's shock in rolling over and discovering a woman lying at his <laughs> <laughs> like, like, bruh. Yeah. yeah, like it to me that that was um. I, I make a point I make a point of this again in my, in the second section because I just think it's very interesting like you go to sleep um and I think it's the Bible the Bible specifies that he went to sleep at the end of the far end of the, the field of the threshing floor right at, at the far end of the green path. so he may have been like everybody else may have been sleeping on the yeah. other side and he's here by himself and not only that he's there sleeping with a bunch of men right so why something <laughs> touching his foot and, and so I, I I have like I have no words I just I just can't imagine and I'm just thinking I was just thinking about myself about um just to, sometimes I wake up and there's a cat um lying at my feet right mm-hmm. and that is enough to startle me just feeling that so I can't imagine waking up and there's a whole human being <laughs> somewhere like, you know close enough to touch me
0: I'm sorry I would have woken up the whole um <laughs> yeah I would have I would have woken up the whole thing the the surprise yeah would have woken up the yeah.
1: whole um, uh, that's what I speak about in the second section um, yeah. okay you have anything else no not in okay. this section alright so let's move on so in our second section which is I think about from verse ten ish to the end of the chapter um, Boaz wakes up startled find a woman at his feet and his first question is who are you mm-hmm. right and Ruth identifies herself and then she asks him to spread the edge of his garment over her and I was like. What is the significance of that? And basically, the internet is saying that that was a marriage proposal.
0: Oh, that was a request for
1: marriage, basically. Okay, okay. So, and then she says because he is a guardian redeemer. I also had to Google like what specifically that is that. And they think that it is a family member of influence who had would have had the ability to repurchase any land, any family land that would have been sold off or auctioned, right? Um, Because apparently that's a thing that used to happen. The husband dies, and then family land may be sold and auctioned in order to provide for the widow and whatever. So this is an individual who would have been in a position to buy back the family land to keep it under the dead husband's name, potentially. And, well, okay, let's go. So Boaz responds with a blessing on Ruth, Mm -hmm. right? And he states that the kindness she's currently showing with this action is greater than anything she had done before all right and he commends her for not pursuing a younger man which again points us to mm-hmm. the fact that he's a, much, a, a older man right he's a more mature man and he assures her that he would do everything she asked and he went on to say that all the people knew she was a, a woman of noble character which is what i thought was interesting for him to see there. then he proceeds to tell her that however there was a relative who was more closely related would have the first pick in being the guardian redeemer. So Boaz advises Ruth to stay the night, and that he would go to the relative in the morning. If this relative wasn't interested, he, then he, Boaz, would be the guardian redeemer. So she stayed until morning, and then she left while it was still dark, too dark for her to be recognized. And he had her take the shawl she was wearing off, and he filled it with, I think, six, six portions of barley. I don't know what the, the mm. exact quantity a portion would have been and he she went home and when she got home obviously matchmaker Naomi was waiting (laughs) to find out what had happened and Ruth told her everything Boaz had said and he gave her the barley and he he, that Boaz had given her and telling her that um Boaz had said don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed again provider (laughs) provider and Naomi tells Ruth to wait and see what happens because she's sure that Boaz will not let the day end without having everything settled, mm-hmm. and that's the end of Ruth, chapter three. Now, um, I, my notes start where my my what stands out to me here starts exactly where the last one ends. Right, I'm talking about Boaz waking up to find mm-hmm. a woman at his feet, and what I what like you were saying, you would have woken everybody up, and I was thinking as startled as Boaz was was, he had the presence of mind. To identify the woman first.
0: Now this is what my thoughts were. Okay, to me this says something about Boaz. He asks, "Who are you?" Mm-hmm. And that means to me that meant one of two things. Either there's so many women he's involved with mm-hmm. that he don't know which <laughs> one it is, or he he's not accustomed to having women at mm-hmm. the threshing floor, mm-hmm. and that's the vibe you get later on. Mm-hmm. And so. That gives us, because he's a more mature man, right? That gives you even more respect for him. Mm -hmm. That he, like, I feel like at any point in time in history, men operated under different rules Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than women. Mm -hmm. And so his reputation would not have been so greatly tarnished Mm -hmm. if there were women at Mm -hmm. at the Threshing Floor. But he is very careful um not to um aff- not to have that kind of reputation. Mm-hmm. And once again I'm understanding why Boaz is the Proverbs 31 Women of Men. men. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I was also thinking that um have I lost the thought? Oh no. I feel
0: like I lost the thought. Um what was I thinking? You were asking that you were saying talking about how he asked who she is. He asked her to identify her herself.
1: Oh, I think I think part of that, because um, Naomi tells Ruth to uncover his feet and lay at his feet, Mm. which I think might have had some significance.
0: Oh, and it could be he could be thinking Ruth wouldn't know, like not not just
1: like who is this woman that is um doing whatever this implies. Oh, okay. Um, and I think that would have further dictated his response. Okay. Um. So I think it was important for him to identify who it was first. Okay. And before like before he starts, he wakes everybody up and then everybody discovers there's a woman like yeah. lying at his feet and then there's just problems. So I think that was that was I w- I think it was a level of wisdom and maturity mm-hmm. yeah. that we see in Boaz, you know? Throughout. Right throughout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um I I this was a note but I had but I, I I was I said it while I was going through the summary that I was curious about the significance of her asking him to spread the edge of a garment, mm. and they were saying it was a marriage request,
0: mm-hmm. a marriage
1: proposal, more or less. Yeah,
0: and that they this I think they say that in the Bible as well that her asking him for those things, he immediately knows that Naomi has sent her, mm-hmm. and that's how he can as um, attribute her it as kindness mm-hmm. what she's doing because she know he knows that she's not familiar with their customs. This is instructions she's gotten from mm-hmm. Naomi. And um, she's just obeying, and I think that's another reminder of Ruth's, um, I guess, loyalty. Because, like he says, she had options. She's a beautiful mm-hmm. young woman. She's she's yes, not just beauty, but she's young, so she could have. Um, there's some there's some versions that say that not only could she have um opted for a younger man, she could have opted for a richer man as mm-hmm. well. And so, um, he's just even more. Impressed with her and her sacrifice, I guess he sees it as.
1: Because I think, I think by um, by going with the um, Guardian Redeemer, what she was in part doing is maintaining her dead husband's line mm-hmm. and restoring his property lineage. and his lineage. Because I think I, I not in relation to this study, but I think I read uh, I was seeing somewhere that. Um, if the husband dies and the wife remarries either to a brother or a relative, then the first child the first yeah. son um it's
0: technically technically
1: the the, the 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 dead husband's um child. heir right? right and so i think and like if we're looking at it in that context, then it means that into next chapter um <laughs> the descendant is becomes either Malon or I'm not sure if it's Malon or Killians. Yeah, yeah we
0: don't yeah. know which one she was married to. Yeah,
1: so I think that's a very interesting thing to note, and it also, you know, gives us a new respect for Boas because here he is willing to, um,
0: it's like the the stepfathers that take care of uh, previous yeah um children from mm, previous relationships,
1: yeah. Yeah. and so he, he's willing to um not necessarily lessen-, lessen his his lineage, but because let's let's say they only have one son, yeah, yeah. yes. So I guess he's been without an AFR like all his whole life. So like yeah, I guess, I guess.
0: Yeah. But it makes me curious about him and why he's been um, mm. single. If um, Ruth just shows up and is like, "Marry me," and he's like, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, that makes me curious.
1: I'm la- I'm dying right because I just I'm just looking back at my notes um (laughs) about the spreading of the edge of his garment as the marriage proposal i have i should maybe try that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, ideas ladies Mm, an option for you Mm. get him to spread the edge of his garment over you marriage proposal don't need a ring just a garment um i think my my next point is that um Boaz had Ruth leave before she could be recognized. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think that what Naomi asked her to do was a custom, but in this setting, it was still a little sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, it was very, like, it was, she didn't want, um, when she, when Ruth got there, she didn't want Ruth to be seen. When she's leaving, Boaz doesn't want her to be seen.
0: I guess it's, it's in, in the sense that if, okay, so let's say before she f- speaks to Boaz, She's seen, and then Boaz is like, "No, I can't do this." Um, her reputation might be affected, and then in the sense where, um, Boaz, she's leaving, and Boaz goes to the other guy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'm Mary Ruth. Um, It could her her reputation could still be affected having been at Boaz's mm. threshing floor. So- at his feet. Too. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think I think it's a matter of she's uh, nothing is um, sealed. Nothing is. Um, no contracts have been signed yet. Let's m- maintain her reputation mm-hmm. in the meantime. Still sketch. Yeah.
1: Mother-in-law sketchy. Naomi, you sketchy. Yeah. And that ties into my... That was like my My next point is that Naomi, the eager matchmaker, was waiting. <laughs> she was waiting. Like,
0: But even before that, we get there. He has her stay. Mm-hmm. Which I think that is also a reminder of his wisdom and his desire to protect her mm-hmm. because her walking the streets at, at that, that hour, hour yeah. is not safe yeah. right. so he has her stay until it's safe for her to um it's light enough for her to safely get home but still she can protect her, her reputation mm-hmm. so
1: and especially now that the shawl she might have been able to use to cover her face is filled with barley <laughs> right yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes yes yeah huh. I have, um, Boaz proved his ability to be a good provider, sending the barley home. (laughs) like, yeah, Yeah,
0: I can do this. I can do this. My thing is that he understands when it is appropriate to give handouts Mm, or gifts. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like,
1: you just asked asked me to marry you. I don't have a (laughs) ring on hand, here's some Some barley. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. And, and I think he was, like, here we are in a situation where you have literally just asked me to be your provider. I will provide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my final point is that we also get, we get an idea of who Boaz is, in uh, Naomi's idea of Boaz in her saying that he's not going to let the day end before mm. getting this settled. Okay. So I think um, and I think in chapter four we find out that she was right. <laughs> um, but I think that's like he's a man of his word he gets things done um he does what he has to do the important things are not going to be delayed which is the type of man you want to marry you
0: know but what i find i also find interesting is that he knows he like he he's minding his business he knows that he's not the first in line Mm -hmm. to redeem ruth and um i find that interesting is it just that everybody knew their family so well and how it worked or like is I might have some... thought about this. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I th- I think it's possible that it has it has been something he's been thinking about mm. because we see him going over and above and over above and beyond, <laughs> um, to help them out while she's working in the field and that type of stuff. And so he's concerned about the two of them and their well being. And I think there may have been things that we don't get in the story in terms of how he's looking out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think. He, Especially with the fact that um, they are now both widows, he may have been processing. One of them will need to get remarried, um, and he was like, "And if I have to choose, it's probably going to be." <laughs> um, but I think he, this is something he may have been very well processing as well. Okay. Yeah. And I think I think I think that's partially evidence with how quickly he responds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing to think about. He's like. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting. Yeah, you have anything else? No, that's okay. everything. All right. So, did you have any lessons about God? Did this chapter give you anything about God?
0: That one was difficult. It brought me back to the Esther um situation where um it's just that God at the base of all of this is God providing for mm-hmm. His people. Mm-hmm. That is that is what I'm seeing. Um and He's going to use other people to do it a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. It's not... Um, not always will bread fall out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. It won't always be manna. Right. Sometimes will
1: you a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, It won't always be manna. Sometimes it's a man. Mm, I like that. I like that. Um, it's a barley field. Yes. 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 You make the bread yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um... I think for me it was, it was, it's still the God using other people, but it was not in necessarily in providing like physical material things. I think it was sometimes God will use our elders and the people around us to guide us. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I think, I think both Naomi and Boaz are, um, uh, 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 well, they, both her elders, <laughs> um, and they both provide guidance for Ruth throughout the um throughout the book. Throughout the book, and I think we need to. This is leaning into the how I should live, so I won't I go have, further. Yeah,
0: yeah. I have that as uh, how we should live.
1: But my second Something point like that. is that, and I, this this kind of slips into. I should probably left this for chapter four, but it is that God can. I will just say it again next week. Yeah. <laughs> God can chart a path from our bitterness to beauty if we trust Him.
0: Oh, that's
1: beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think we're already seeing the beauty a turn of the tides, especially in Naomi's life, because okay. she's come in in chapter chapter one or cha- mm. chapter chapter yeah. one. She comes back saying, "My name is not no longer Naomi; it's Mara. God has dealt bitterly bitterly with me." And here we in chapter three, we see her um playing matchmaker <laughs> and being excited. So I think there's already been a change of um turn of tides for her. Yes. Um, I think. She's excited about life again, and mm. and I think I think chapter four we get. We get the fullness of that. Yes. So I will bring this point back for chapter. <laughs> four. I think I bring this point back for chapter four. Okay, so what are you applying to your life going forward?
0: There are two things. I I see a lesson from Naomi in the, in the sense that in our relationships, um, we shouldn't always be the takers.
1: Mm, like, okay.
0: And and I know that for ruth to love naomi like that she w- would have been a giver mm-hmm. and in the beginning of their relationship but um it's it's gone to the point where she's she's the receive on the receiving end and in these kinds of relationships it's it's about balance and it's about um, giving and taking and so naomi finds a way to Um, switch it and be the giver again and so that's something i want to pay attention to that um in my friendships in my relationships um with family and and everybody that i find ways to contribute um and not just to meet my own needs and find the balance right Mm -hmm. yes and then um your note about the elders Mm -hmm. i was thinking that you know They've been around for longer than we have. They've seen life. They've experienced things. They've learned things, and um, if we're willing to listen to them, if we're willing to um, learn from them, we 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 could get set. We could get set. Okay, yeah. I thought you were going to say we could get set up. <laughs> they can
1: be matchmaker.
0: Yeah, that somebody too. say arrange
1: marriage. Yeah. Arrange marriage.
0: Yeah, so. Um.
1: I think I have the same point, but I didn't use elders. I used um spiritually more more spirit, spiritually more mature people ah okay that so I was like sense. I need to trust the guidance and wisdom of the more spiritually mature people around me beautiful yeah. because beautiful. Beautiful. I think sometimes
0: age n- is not, not necessarily not
1: only factor. it's not that it's not a factor because I think what you're saying is, is very valid in terms of them having been around more mm-hmm. and having seen more of life is very very valid but I think also in the context of a spiritual walk with God and spiritual growth there are people who may be my age or possibly even younger may be at a different place in their spiritual walk and I can always learn from them and I can always um, get good advice and listen to their wisdom so I think Beautiful. that's that's yeah. it's a it's a it's it's multifaceted um I was I said like Boaz I need to do important things without delay bye bye <laughs> procrastination right I need to get it done I need to have it settled when a woman proposes to <laughs> I need to have it settled before the end of the day. <laughs> uh, okay. no, but like seriously, I, I, I struggle very s- seriously with procrastination. And we've been working through it. We've been talking about um, looking into why are we procrastinating on certain things. Right. And I think um, sometimes igno- acknowledging how important and maybe possibly how urgent something is can, you know, can help fuel us in the right direction. It don't always work. I can say that for a fact. Um, but I think sometimes it could give us, like, this is something that's important to me. This is something that's urgent. Um, I can give myself a, t- a packet of tea time when I'm finished. So I can, <laughs> I can go ahead and do it. That's, that's how it functions. and I promise myself a packet of tea time biscuits. So that's just
0: me. But I was thinking as well that um, in his case, it wasn't just about him. And I think that could help us. If, mm. if it's... N- if we haven't gone to the place yet where something being important for us and being necessary for our well-being is we 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 procrastinate it we could rephrase it as it being important for for somebody else Mm -hmm. like our csec videos (laughs) yeah yes yeah
1: yeah um and i think my final point is that Ruth's bravery is something I need to pray for. I'm a coward. Like I make, I make no, no, there's no hesitation about saying that. But I think with God's help, um, you know, and like, I think this is a side conversation we're going to record in a while where we're talking about Jabez and his prayer for God to change the, his, like, his the trajectory
0: life. of his life, yeah. right? So it
1: doesn't match up with the meaning of his name. I think that I can trust God. To make me brave enough
0: so that I can stop calling myself a coward. So the angel will show um um TJ Mighty Woman of Valor. Mm. Yes. I don't know about <laughs> 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 I don't know the But you know, baby steps. We're gonna get there. We're mm. gonna get there.
1: Yeah. You have anything else you want to add? No. Yes. I'm all out of points. Right. So I think that's it for Ruth Chapter 3. I'm excited to see what Ruth Chapter 4 has for us. And then what we've decided to do next is head into Genesis. And we're going to be looking at Abraham to Joseph. Hopefully, yes.
0: Yeah. It'll be a long journey. Yeah. <laughs> journey.
1: But I, I think it will be interesting. I think there, there's lots to pick up from the patriarchs of, of, of Israel. Yes, definitely. And great men of Allah. So I'm looking forward to that yes so
0: all right so this has been what shall we say to these things Mm. i'm mj i'm tj and until Mm. next next time we're out